Hello and welcome back to another episode of Heart Talks. My name is Sarah and I am a patient educator at the Pumping Marvellous Foundation, the UK's heart failure charity. We'd like to thank you for listening to our podcasts and if possible we would like to ask you to continue liking and sharing as much as you can to your friends, colleagues and wider audiences. Make sure you also follow us on our other channels, on Facebook if you type uh, into the search bar Heart Failure Aware, like and share the content. We're also on Twitter at Pumping Hearts and YouTube with PMTV Live HF, Heart Failure channel um, which has nearly 100 videos that you can watch. If you're a patient or a family member who needs our support, go to the Facebook community by typing in Facebook search bar Help for Hearts and fill out a couple of questions for our moderators. Remember, this is just for patients and family members affected by heart failure. Today, we're with the team from the Pumping Marvellous offices who are going to tell us a little bit about a day in the life of the Pumping Marvellous Foundation. So, Nick, why the name Pumping Marvellous? So, <clears throat> um, well, I don't, I don't really know, actually, uh, apart from the fact that um, why not say that the heart is a, because I was diagnosed with heart failure, that the heart is, um, is all better pumping and it's a marvellous organ, so why not call it Pumping Marvellous? I know it may not make um, grammatical sense, um, but also the domain names are available, which is great because it's tough to get domain names. And um, it certainly stirs up conversations of uh, why Pumping Marvellous um, and brings some giggles to the table. Okay, so since you're the founder of um, Pumping Marvellous Foundation, would you like to introduce us to the rest of your team? Okay, so um, in front of me is Alison. So what, what, what do you do, Alison? Hi, Nick. Um, I am the fundraising manager at the Pumping Marvellous Foundation. So predominantly I support fundraisers, anybody who wants to do an event for us um, to assist, so I assist and support them with all of the, the resources that they might need for their event from kit to um, sponsorship forms, things like that, um, encouragement generally. Um, so mainly that's my role, but I also help to um, ship out uh, patient literature for nurses um, and answer patient queries either on the phone or via email. Um, generally customer kind of service type things. Okay, good. And uh, to my right, I know you can't see because this is the podcast, is uh, is Dawn. So tell us what you do, Dawn. Hi, I am generally uh, involved in a lot of the admin and the project work along with the finance. So basically keeping everything ticking over back at HQ, making sure everything's where it needs to be, looking after everything, booking various things, and whatever needs doing, I help with. So, a very varied role and every day is different. Okay, and um, to my glorious left is um, Angela. Hi everybody, I'm Angela. I'm the clinical lead for Pumping Marvellous. So my background is a heart failure specialist nurse. I was. Nick's heart failure specialist nurse and um, that's how it all started um, like everybody else in the charity we all do a little bit of everything but predominantly um, my role is very much um, looking at what's happening clinically and, and how does that apply to patients and carers um, it's also about advocacy <coughs> work representing 
the charity at various meetings, be they with um, government or NHS England or a GP or a cardiologist. Um, it cuts across um, and, and trying to sort of blend the different stakeholders together. So very diverse. And yes, I will um, clean up, I'll do the dishes, help get supplies out, um, answering emails, particularly the clinical ones that we get from patients. So jack of all trades, master of none, but I've got to say it's the best job I have ever had. And we've also uh, got a very important member that isn't in the room with us today because um, she lives quite a long, long, long way away, not in the northwest of England. And that's Sam, who is head of digital for the Pumpy Marvellous Foundation. And Sam is, um, is a heart failure patient and she has a, a massive impact on what we do. Um, she's our, you know, she, she's our creative go to person. Um, she's an amazingly talented individual who um, you know, manages all the social media channels with myself um, and looks at the digital strategy. And, and obviously, because we're quite a digital charity, we're quite a sort of an iPhone charity. We've been brought up in that, you know, we started in 2010. Um, and um, we, uh, you know, we, we got ourselves out there in, in the digital space. And, you know, Sam's really, really important. And um, last but not least is Claire. And Claire um, works for us um, as the corporate um, fund raising manager. Uh, and what Claire does, and she's unfortunately not in the office today, what Claire does is um, bring in funding for the charity from trusts and corporate uh, companies, um, usually not in the health sector. Um, and she writes bids and is the key contact for the charity in, in, in there. And that's a real growing part of what we do as a charity. Um, and yet again, a very, very key component. So everybody in the charity uh, who's spoken who, or who we've described has got a key role, but we're all coalface. You know, we all make the cups of coffee, we wash up, we <clears throat> push out the, the nearly 100,000 pieces of, of, of literature that we did in, in 2018 to um, the 200 plus heart failure uh, teams across the UK that we supply with patient information. So we all get stuck in really. We're not, um, um, we're not uh, basically, we're not directors of anything. We're directors of nothing because we all get involved in everything. So hopefully that helps Sarah. That does, that's great, thank you. The only person you didn't talk about that role was yourself. Oh, um, <laughs> and I, I, my name's Nick and I'm a patient. <laughs> I think I, I I try and offer elements of leadership and try and uh, keep keep it all ticking and be the try and keep my finger on the pulse in what's going what's going on in the bigger wider world um, because you can tend to get tunnel visioned um, but try and find out you know what people are doing and how we can help and how we can you know how we can be of value in the and I keep talking about the system but how we keep how we are valuable in that system to help. And make sure that people with heart failure live uh, better. Okay, thank you for that. Um, so you've been around more or less since the <coughs> beginning, Angela. Do you want to tell us how you would describe the charity? Yes, um, literally at the beginning when um, Nick and I had um, <laughs> were packing up shopping in Asda to try and raise the coppers really to um, to get the charity enough funding for the charity. Um, to become re a registered charity. 
how would you describe us? We are unique, I think you'd say, Nick, wouldn't you? We would. are definitely unique. There's not, I don't think there's any other charities like us. Um, we are a, a patient charity and we try to see everything we do through the patient's eyes. And I think that's really um, important. I think we're also, um, we really do, Nick and I really, really try to flog this concept that we're trying to create um, a movement. Um, and that's what we're trying, just like the cancer movement, we're trying to create this movement in heart failure. So that role of bringing stakeholders together, of doing the advocacy, um, you know, and, and it's just trying to make um, patients' lives with heart failure better, like yourselves, you know, that do the social media and the moderating. Um, but also, I think um, we often say that when we send out this, these are the thousands of patients' information that we send out, that we know that that piece of information will end up in a patient's hand. Mm -hmm. And that is our direct link to the patient. They're actually doing something for the patient that they can pick up some material that's been created by patients um, in Pumping Marvellous that's going to help them. And I think that is what we do. We're all the time, we're trying to um, see it through their eyes. Okay, well, as a patient, it definitely works. So, <laughs> um, so whereabouts is the office? Where's HQ? Where's Pre the office? Preston! <laughs> <clears throat> and why are you based in Preston? Because it's cheap. <laughs> and cheerful. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're based in Preston because we all live around here. That's a good start. Um, and yeah, it is uh, very cheap square footage um, in a, a lovely, when we first moved in many years ago, uh, a lovely brand new spanking office space. Um, we're only two hours, 10 minutes from London on the train. Uh, we can get to Manchester Airport very, very quickly. And, um, you know, this is where the charity was born in Lancashire. So um, why would we want to move down to London and basically pay extortionate rates? Or it means we can push more money back into the beneficiaries who are the heart failure patients. Okay. So you mentioned about travelling. Whereabouts has the charity travelled? <clears throat> Where haven't we been? <laughs> well, I would say I would say that um, we are, I think we are a, a bit of a bold statement, this. Um, we are a global reference group um, for patient insights and how patients get involved in, in, a, in a condition like heart failure. Um, I don't know anybody else across the world that, that does what we do and has the penetration and depth and influence and ability to add value into the system like we do. So we're quite lucky, lucky in the UK that we've got that. But, well, where have we been, Angela? Ooh, well, obviously the, the UK. Oh, we haven't done Northern Ireland yet. We keep saying to yeah. anybody out there in Northern Ireland, we keep saying this, but we are going to come over, honest. Um, so all of the UK... Um, but yes, we've um, we've been asked to speak um, to to most of Europe, I would say, and North America. Um, and this is and, and and when we do something like that, and we've done some in the Middle East, haven't we? Mm -hmm. When we do that, um, we are um, requested to do that, and we we're actually paid to do that so the charity it generates funding that's what i'm trying to say when yeah. we're asked 
to go abroad and to, to put forward the case for heart failure, then then that does we're um, commissioned to do that. So and all the funding goes back into the charity. And all the funding goes back into the charity. So it may be that we we'd go into um, say Germany, um, but we will be um, requested to do that. We'll be paid. The charity will be paid to do that. So it doesn't come out of any funding that's raised. It actually generates funding so for the charity. Beneficial on two prongs because it's raising awareness as well. Absolutely, and, yes. And what's really interesting is we have been to Latin America, we've been to North America, Europe, um, the Middle East, North Africa. Um, and what is really, really interesting, uh, and not surprising, but it will be interesting because I think people think that heart failure may be different in the UK than it is in Egypt or uh, or Mexico or wherever actually the underlying symptoms and the challenges that heart failure presents people who are diagnosed with it are the same yeah. it's just the system that sits around that person that's different but symptoms of shortness of breath fatigue and swelling of ankles and legs and tummy those symptoms are absolutely the same in whatever country you go to so um, and that's why we can translate our our message across across the globe. Thank you for that. Um, so Nick and Angela get to travel all over the place, and Dawn and Alison generally stay in the office in Preston. So, do you guys want to tell us what it's like as a general day in the office? Dawn, um, as we said, every day is really different, and you can walk through the door with a plan in your mind, and it completely changes. So we're very reactive to what's going on, um, what requests we've received, and generally what what's going on in the wider scope of things. I mean, some, especially in exhibition season, we spend a lot of time packing bags <laughs> and getting things ready um, to circulate information. Um, nurses' orders, that is a, a key priority. We get those orders in, we pack them up and ship them out, so that can take quite a bit of time. Um, and again, it's there's lots of different things um, and precious about what needs to be reported and, and what has to be done when. So it's quite, quite interesting. Good. And I, I support Dawn in the things that she does. I help where I'm required. Um, and like I said before, a lot of my work is around fundraising. So I, I help fundraisers as and when required with whatever they need, really. Um, quite often we're, we're having a recruitment drive for looking for people who can um, take places in paid events for us, charity places. So I, I work quite closely with Sam on that because she does a lot of the social media side that drives those recruitment campaigns. Um, but I, I can get involved in a varied number of things and it, it's really interesting. Oh, well, you're both marvellous, so thank <laughs> you. So my last question, um, if somebody gave the charity a million pounds, how would you use it? If only. <laughs> I think I'm sorry Andrew. I yeah I I think um with previous podcasts we've mentioned about awareness of heart failure um and I think I would really love a really prominent mouth-watering campaign to raise awareness I think it's really hard for somebody like Alison who um, is, has got this huge task of trying to get fundraisers for the charity. And when nobody knows what heart failure is, 
it's really hard then to get people to actually run for the charity or cycle for the charity um, and whereas people may be quite happy to run for cancer or a hospice movement when they don't know what heart failure is it, it's really hard and and big thank you to all those out there that do actually do things for us um, and it's often because there's a personal contact in there that they're running because you know they've got somebody in the family with heart failure there's somehow they've been touched with heart failure so i i, I think that getting that um awareness campaign i think would be really wonderful something that people say oh do you know heart failure and that they would actually know what heart failure is and the impact it can have and then i think as an organization there is areas that we would really love to support patients on um particularly um around um, welfare rights and benefits um mm. these queries come in a lot and I think we would like maybe to do more in that area of supporting patients and the psychological support. Um, we'd, we'd always be able to spend a million pounds. <laughs> but I think, <clears throat> I think we'd always spend a million pounds and we'd be very, very good at spelling, spending that million pounds because the, the, the revenue we generate as a charity is, is, is very, very small, but the impact that we do have is, is massive. And you know we know that because we speak to people and um, so the return on investment of a million pound uh, investment in 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 the Pumping Marvellous Foundation would reap real rewards. So I would say my key focus would be awareness, awareness and awareness. We have to build awareness because if people don't know what it is, then how do they invest any time or effort into it? Um, so awareness is key for me, but also building the charity's infrastructure to enable us to do more things and be able to handle more things at once we're already really good greek waiters and we can spin lots of plates at once and we do lots of projects and you know there's probably 10 things spinning at every 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 moment in time but um if we had the right investment like if somebody gave us a million pound then you know it'd be rock and roll <laughs> okay well thank you very much for that everybody um the marvelous team at pumping marvelous um, and thank you all of you for joining us for Heart Talks. If you need to contact us, you can visit us at www.pumpingmarvellous.org or www.justheartfailure.org if you need to find out about your local services. We're on Twitter at hearts at pumpingmarvellous.org or you can call us on 01772 796 542. Thanks again.